Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today's episode 595 and we're closing in quick on that 600. We're in the middle of a series I want to do here for about six, I guess, episodes about energy. You know, there's a lot of conversation about energy, energy, energy. And if you do the quantum field stuff or you're an energy worker or if you've ever heard of any of those things, you might wonder, like, what is all that? Well, let's talk about it. Uh, today I titled uh, this one Energy Bomb, not because anything's going to explode except maybe your head, but here's why. So when people say everything is energy, they are um, ultimately telling the truth. And we all know Einstein created an equation E equals MC squared, which is relates matter, matter and energy, and it's energy is mass times the speed of light squared. Now, the speed of light is a big number. And if you square it, it's an enormous number. And what he's saying is the mass, a very small amount of mass, multiplied by the speed of light squared gives you how much energy is contained in that mass. And so you can see very quickly that it's a, an enormous amount of energy in a very small amount of mass. And everything, every single thing, the cell phone that's sitting on the desk in front of me, this pen, even my thoughts, which are, you know, we don't really know what they are. We think, you know, we have areas of the brain that are memory stored and we're not going to go into that. That would take 15 episodes just to, to dissect that a little bit. <clears throat> but reading about it's fascinating if you have time. But anyway, <clears throat> every single thing is energy, which is vibration or frequency, some, a waveform or particle, and there's particles and waves and the wave-particle duality and all that sort of stuff, which gets into quantum physics. I don't want to spend a woo-woo chapter talking about either quantum physics or wave-particle dualities. The truth is that everything that's in front of us or around us, including our thoughts and our imagination and the dreams we have and the wild thoughts we have and the concrete keyboard that we use to enter into the computer, it's energy behaving in a particular way. So when energy behaves in a particular way, it's solid, like my phone and all the tiny little components in it. When it behaves in another way and vibrates in a particular different way, it's a crystal of sugar. When it behaves in another way, it's a thought going through my head. When it behaves in another way, it's the sound waves that are uh, coming out of your speakers or your earbuds into your ear from this podcast. When it behaves another way, it's the microphone sitting in front of me that captures the vibrations from my throat and vibrates a little diaphragm, a gold-plated thin membrane in this microphone. And that thin membrane moves in a magnetic field and creates, guess what? Waves of energy that are then recorded digitally 
in the in my computer. So every single thing is energy acting in a particular way, in a particular ordered and predictable way. Now here's the miracle of creation. Think about this. Here's the miracle of creation. The ability to organize this energy that is infinite. In fact, we now know uh, that it's everywhere, even in empty space. It's just filled, packed, stuffed with energy, even in vacuum space we used to think was empty. But anyway, creation is the art, the power, the skill, the capability, the intelligence, the genius to organize this energy so that it behaves a particular way. Now, on my desk here in front of me, I have a piece of acoustic foam. And it sits under my keyboard and it sits under the tripod that holds my camera up. I have it there on the desk to minimize or to reduce the reflections off the desk so that my audio is less, uh, less infected, as it were, or less colored by reflections from the desk surface, which is hard. That energy creating that acoustic foam is no different than the energy that is composing the keyboard that I use for my computer that's resting on the foam. It's just behaving in a different way. It's structured differently. The waves, the vibrations, the frequencies are structured differently. So there's a whole bunch of examples of how it is all exactly the same vibration of energy at a certain frequency and in a certain way that creates everything we see and do and understand and think and thoughts and everything. So, okay, that's an IDP, interesting data point. What does that have to do with creating your ultimate life? Well, as it turns out, it has a whole lot to do with it. We need energy to do everything we do. So we are built by our creator <clears throat> to spend a third of our lives in bed, roughly. A fourth if you sleep six hours, a third if you sleep eight. But a huge percentage of our time in bed there's genius in that creation. Uh, I'm certain that the capability exists in the divine creator's arsenal to create bodies that don't need sleep. He didn't do that. He created us so that we need regular refreshment and rejuvenation. We eat anywhere between two and six times a day, depending on what kind of a nutrition regimen you follow, and assuming you even have food. And yet, uh, you know, your body can adapt to all these things and still function regularly and normally. It's funny because last night, it was minus 27, really cold night. And we had a week of warmer weather and that followed three and a half weeks of brutal cold. But anyway, last night was minus 27 and it was garbage night. This morning was the morning that the garbage truck came by and <clears throat> I was already in bed and Joy was just coming up to bed when she remembered that it was garbage night. And she said, oh, it's garbage night. You're already in bed. I'm still dressed, so I'll go do it. <clears throat> I felt like I should participate. So after she left the room, I jumped up and I just threw a robe on. And I, that's all I put on. And I went in the garage and it was cold. And I opened the garage door and it was colder, minus 27. And there's snow all over the driveway. You know, some an ice underneath that. And I grabbed the garbage can and walked out in the snow and ice barefoot down the driveway to put the 
uh, garbage can on the street. And Joy was hollering at me, you're in bare feet, you're going to freeze to death. And then I came back in and tried to take the recycle bag and she wouldn't let me. She insisted on, you know, participating and taking it down. My point in telling the story was just one, it's funny, but two, my feet were cold, absolutely cold. But by the time I got back in the house and walked around for, you know, just a couple minutes, they were warmed back up again and the body through its distribution of energy was able to manage the fact that I'd been walking on frozen ice that was 27 degrees below zero for some number, a couple of minutes. Big deal. I was able to do that and the body could handle it because of the energy distribution. And our bodies are capable of all these astounding and amazing things. What does that have to do with energy bombs? Well, here's why I use that word bomb. Big bursts of energy are available. You need energy to create your ultimate life. You need power. I did 65 episodes from episode 490 to about 550 back, you know, ways about how to create a palace of power and the principles that were required. And all those principles were, you know, things that we think about. One was, you know, truth and one was language and one was choice. And those are all principles and ideas that are also energy. Every way we implement them is energy. So how can we take this knowledge? We know that's how it works. And how can we take that and help it, help us use that knowledge to create the ultimate life? Well, just like we talked about energy being organized in a particular way so that it is a keyboard and continues to show up as a keyboard and doesn't melt into a pile of soup in the next instant, it takes discipline. So the creative process that the creator used disciplined or organized the energy into uh, with and following a set of rules that are quite predictable and dependable. Gravity behaves the same today as tomorrow. Uh, electronics behave the same way so that we can create computers and phones and keyboards and microphones and all that other stuff. Here's the key. Our minds and our ability to create with our minds and hearts and our declarations is exactly the same. We are creators. You and I have the ability to create anything you want. And here's the secret. Big bursts of energy, like I said, they can come, bombs as it were. Sometimes they come from you watch a YouTube video or you read a book or you hear a talk or something dramatic happens and then there's this big burst of inspiration, intuition, determination, fist pounding, I'm going to do this, that, and the other in your life. And you declare and determine. Those are fine. They almost always come from outside <clears throat> and they almost never last. It is legend how many people have gone to an event, pick the big name person where a hundred or a thousand or five thousand people are and they chant and sing and dance and walk on nails and fire and swear they're going to change the universe and then they get home and nothing changes. Or if it does not for very long. Why? Because bombs dissipate. The energy of a burst dissipates very quickly over time. In order for it to be effective, any 
energy that you want to internalize has to evolve into discipline. Discipline is not a dirty word. It's a beautiful word. The root is the word disciple, which means follower of. Now, in Christianity, they say disciples of Christ, followers of Christ. You can be a disciple of anything, a follower of that philosophy or thinking. Discipline, as a word that comes from the word disciple, means a follower of. So you can be a disciple of self development, personal development, or motivation, or creation. You can be a person who has made a choice to follow your higher nature. You know what I mean. You're faced with a choice. Part of you wants to do this, and part of you wants to do that. It's not difficult to see which is the high road and which is the low road, which is self-indulgence and which is self-discipline. It's not hard to understand that. And we have these pulls. And the energy bomb you got last week isn't going to last long enough to get you through difficult times. I'll give you a personal example. When I was in rehab overcoming addictions that I had, (laughs) a particular talk or even an attendance at a day or a week or a month-long rehab was valuable. It was a bomb, even a month-long bomb. It didn't do anything permanent unless it evolved into a discipline. Regular attendance at further follow-up meetings or support groups or other mechanisms to keep the power alive and focused. So here's what I want you to think about today, and here's your challenge. I don't care what goal you want to have. I don't care what you want to reach. If you want to leave your 9-to-5 job and create a business, if you want to change your health or your weight, if you want to change completely how you treat people or how you think about your life in terms of whether it's terrible or an opportunity, if you want to develop a relationship with God, whatever it is, seeking moments of change, energy bombs, from videos or books or prayer or meditation, those are all good. They are good starting points. But unless they evolve into discipline, which allows you to continue to do it regularly and thoroughly on good days and bad, it isn't going to last for you. It isn't going to stay with you. You're going to have good days and bad days. You're going to have days that are easy and those that are hard. One of the books I wrote, The Results Equation, talks about that, about how to rescue yourself when you've had a setback, a bad day, a disappointment, a rejection, a slap in the face, a kick in the teeth, to pick it up again and how to do it. There is a process. It isn't just white-knuckling your way to victory. That's the hardest way possible, and why would you do that? When you white-knuckle stuff, it gets old really fast. So I'd recommend that you read in the book, The Results Equation, the chapter called Relentless Execution, because that chapter is specifically devoted not to whipping yourself, like relentless might sound, but it's a secret formula for how to rescue every day and turn it into a good day. We have bad days and mediocre days and good days. How much better would life be if 75, 80% of your days were good days, days with a tailwind, days where things were going your way? You can have that. And that is an element. Doing the things in that chapter is a way so that you can have good days every day or nearly every day. 
So your assignment is to get the results equation and read the chapter on relentless execution. And while you're at it, read the whole book. That book is from dream to done in five steps. It's the tool that I created to help people accomplish any goal. And if you're more interested and you want to talk more about it, get a hold of me because I run 90-day workshops where you set a goal at the beginning and then you have all the support and coaching and periodic check-ins and everything, weekly check-ins, accountability and coaching. You need to get that thing done in 90 days. Now, 90 days isn't that long. You can do anything for 90 days. So if you want to connect on one of those, reach out on Facebook, send me a message, get a hold of me. I'm not hard to find. Kellen Flukiger is a really weird name. And so I'm easy to find. If you want some help turning your energy bombs or energy spurts into discipline, accomplishing your goals in creating your ultimate life, reach out and get a hold of me and I'd love to do it. Let's get together and get it done so you can have, enjoy, and live every day your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky.